0: Back up, Hello and welcome
1: to the 26th episode of Destination Nation, Dhando, Takko, Rokro. This is Ritika and Abhishek.
0: Hello, everyone. This time, I think we are relatively on track and we are here with some... Palatable news, if not a good one, because we've been talking about the bailouts and all of that for the last uh, three or four episodes. So the government of India has done something, or is it the the RBI has done something nice? Tell us about it.
1: Well, the RBI has reduced the repo rate and the reverse repo rate. Now you sound like a news
0: reader for a moment.
1: (laughs) now we, we have actually done this repo and reverse repo i think quite a few times in our visitation uh, so Abhishek, no, if tell you tell me about it, it in, then you need to revisit you, you need to revise before
0: coming yeah that's true <laughs> i mean i tried hard to cut through the jargons but if you can explain that thing again within say 30 seconds what is reverse repo rate and what is repo rate and what does rbi has to do with it then i'll keep this in mind for the 50th episode promise <laughs> okay
1: well, repo rate is the rate at which RBI, which is a central bank of India, lends to the bank. Hmm. And reverse repo rate is the rate at which the RBI borrows from the bank. By uh, repo rate, the RBI tries and injects liquidity in the banking system.
0: If they reduce the repo rate, that is the rate at which the banks, like ICICI, can borrow from RBI,
1: RBI then rate.
0: that means... Okay, so basically Reserve Bank of India is saying that I am reducing the rates. So please borrow more and lend more to the common people so that there is more money in the economy. That's right. Oh, it's so simple. See?
1: (laughs) Right. So reverse repo rate is the rate at which RBI borrows from the bank. So it uses it to suck the liquidity from the system. For example, suppose RBI is borrowing from HDFC. Suppose the rates were higher. And it was borrowing like say earlier the reverse repo rate was six six to seven percent. So H uh, D F C now has two lenders. It can either lend to RBI hmm. or it can lend to me. Right. But because RBI is a good borrower compared to me, is a more safe borrower, absolutely it will lend to RBI and it will not lend to me. Hmm. So if the reverse repo rate is high, hmm. then HDFC will rather lend to RBI than me. But if the reverse repo rate is less, then it doesn't make sense for HDFC to lend to RBI at 3.5%. It would rather lend to me at 9%.
0: Right. From what I can understand, why is the RBI doing this? So that, like you spoke about the liquidity to put in more money in the market, it is encouraging all these commercial banks like HDFC, Citibank, etc. saying that don't lend to me lend more to the masses so that they can spend if they spend more more production more employment blah blah blah
1: right by cutting the repo rate to 5% it has injected liquidity and by cutting the reverse repo rate to 3.5% it is encouraging banks to lend to
0: others right if the money is with the hands of the common people it has more application than it being in the locker at the RBI
1: Right. But why this may not work is because the government is borrowing a lot from the bank for their infrastructure projects. So now, again, a bank like HBSC will always have a choice between the government and a common man. So it will continue to keep it rate high and lend to the government rather than lending it to the common people. Because now the banks have become very risk averse.
0: No, no, no. One second. Uh, I didn't get this part. You're saying that uh, because the Reserve Bank of India reduced the reverse repo rate.
1: No, uh, see, yeah, they have reduced the reverse repo. Here I am talking about government borrowing. I'm not talking about RBI borrowing. They're two Ooh. different things. Okay. So the government is borrowing hugely for their infrastructure projects. So for a bank, when they go out to lend, if they already have a ready borrower, which is a safe borrower, then they will not reduce their rates. Because the government is borrowing at that rate, then it will give it to the government, why it will give it to me? So another thing is the repo rate, basically it engages uh, liquidity in the system, right? Hmm. But also there is, it's not as if banks are short of liquidity, they are already a flush with liquidity, they just don't want to lend because of the risk awareness. Another thing is that the banks have already borrowed money at higher interest rates. The banks have paid for the deposits. Now, earlier the deposit rates were higher. Suppose I am HDFC bank, okay? Now you have deposited money with me. I am paying you 10%. Right. And if somebody needs a loan, I give the loan at 12%. So the difference is 2%, which is my profit. Right. Right? Now if the RBI is reducing the rates... And taking a queue, HDFC has to reduce the rate. Then I cannot reduce my rate below 10% because I have borrowed at a higher deposit rate. Right. Today the deposit rate will go down. It may be 5%. But the money that I have already taken from you and I am paying you is at 10%. So I will, for making my profit, I will have to keep it above 10%, my interest rate.
0: Uh, got it, got it, got it. So,
1: That's one reason why the banks have to keep their prime lending rate high.
0: Now, prime lending rate is the rate at which they lend to the Anilambanis of the world who can give back the money.
1: Yeah, the basic lending rate that they have.
0: And And the job at the Reserve Bank of India of those economists will be very interesting to, to keep all these things in mind. And they might be much more than what we read in the papers.
1: Yeah, and they'll always get brickbats for that, <laughs> whatever they do. <laughs> in fact, I was reading a article in uh, Live Mint, which is a Hindustan Times affiliated newspaper, okay. in which they had mentioned that these cuts are not enough. Like it's uh, fifty uh, basic points and all is not enough. The cuts should have been stronger. They should be reduced to like 4% of repo rate and 2.5% reverse repo rate. Only if the cuts are so big, then it is going to impact. Otherwise, such small, small uh, measures will not have much of an impact. But if you go back and see, then from October 2008, hmm. which is what? Now it's five months. Right. The repo rate has been cut from nine. Then it was nine in October to five now. And a reverse repo rate has been cut from 6 then to 3.5 now. So it has been a drastic and fast um, reduction of rates.
0: What to do? These banks don't get the message. (laughs) They are not lending. What else can the RBI do? I also read that uh, there is something called the credit to deposit ratio. That is, a year ago, for every 100 rupees that was deposited in an HDFC, HDFC would lend 74 rupees to the masses. But now it has come down to 71. And this is because either the banks are over-cautious or I think that that could be one prime reason why they are not lending in spite of the RBI doing all all this.
1: And one of the prime lenders of the bank, the corporates, are also demanding less of loans because obviously they don't need fresh investments, etc. So the demand is also less. But there are some banks which have taken a cue and cut the uh, rates like SBI and Canada Bank. Mm-hmm. SBI had actually come earlier with a home loan uh, scheme where they said that they'll have a frozen rate for the first year and then they'll have a floating rate. So your first uh, rate would be like say for example I think it was around uh, 8%, 7 or 8%, mm-hmm. which is much lesser than say the current uh, prime rate of 11 or Eleven to twelve percent. So for the first year, you will pay eight percent, and then from the next year onwards, it will be a floating rate. So according to the market conditions, whatever is the interest rate, it will apply that rate.
0: In these in these uh, current times, this is a better option, right? With the to choose fixed and floating rate of interest because the rate of interest, the floating rate of interest will always remain low with the signals that the RBI is sending right now.
1: Could be, but you never know, because just six months ago the rates were so high and then uh, now they are reducing. But I felt that the SBI rate cut is very ambiguous because one year it really doesn't make any sense. Like for one year 8% and then floating rate. And then the bank has also not mentioned that what will be my future EMI in the later years. So, even if it is a floating rate, what will that floating rate be based on? For example, Canera Bank came after SBI Bank and it launched a scheme that it will freeze the home loan rate for the first five years. Hmm. And then it will go on a floating rate which will be 2% below the PLR of the bank.
0: The prime lending of the bank.
1: Yeah. So, now at least you have some clarity. Well, all
0: that I can say to the ones who are going to take loan from SBI is uh, read the offer document carefully before investing. (laughs) Yes,
1: offer document is subjected to risk. (laughs) Yeah,
0: and we have to say that in 50 miles per hour speed. (laughs) Read the offer document. (laughs) Because I think they do that because they teach into their advertising time. So they have to say that last sentence at the speed of light. That's
1: right. Yeah.
0: So what else and do we have? Doesn't
1: matter, I mean, what, and these doesn't matter actually to the
0: advertiser. No, they don't. Just pay, pay up.
1: It is the headache of the consumer.
0: But then they had to do this because... Oh, never mind. It's a long story. It's all because of the American banking industry which has gone kaput right now. So what else do we have? Any more good news? Little bit yeah, there
1: something? is one uh, teeny-weeny of good news. Huh. <laughs> Not teeny-weeny of good news, actually. It is a uh, much better news. That uh, Citigroup has finally indicated, Its uh, CEO Vikram Pandit has indicated, that Citibank has made a profit in the first two months of
0: 2009. Hmm.
1: So, I'm sure many would have read this news and said, Ha, finally.
0: <laughs> if the Federal Reserve... If it is going to spoon feed Citigroup every quarter with its bailout packages, <laughs> then someday it has to, I mean, come on, it has to make a profit. I, but then there is one little thing that one of my friends who works with GE was telling me that there is a concept of dead cat bounce. Means the the day Citigroup says that we have made a profit, the stock markets felt healthier and they went up. Uh, and right. so did Citibank, what uh, their rates?
1: Uh, That's right. In fact, the Citigroup shares in the first week of March uh, had fallen below $1 which is like 85% decline in a year and after this happened it at least jumped 38% and then later on the whole of the global market and the Asian markets and Indian markets and blah 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 also they
0: rose. No wonder Vikram Pandit was saying when the stock price was less than a dollar, our stock price is not an indication of our financial strength. (laughs) (laughs) I said, yeah, right. You should have been there when your bankers were lending indiscriminately. But yeah, I mean, dead cat bounce basically is that uh, when a cat is dead and when you drop it from a height, I don't know why you would want to do it, but it's a financial term, then it bounces for a minute and it, it seems as if it is alive and it is alive and kicking. But then again, it goes down because obviously there is no life in it. So then there are a few people who do think, and I'm not talking about the economists for a change now. The people that I know nowadays have opinions which are very strong. <laughs> they think that it's, it's, it's more like a dead cat bounce and that uh, Citigroup is as good as the last bailout package that it received. Hmm. And it's interesting, you know, bailout and stimulus will be for a care. You see, when we talk about the Indian economy, we've always been using the word stimulus. It is more like an adrenaline shot. And whereas bailout is like, okay, I mean, you're you are down and out.
1: Bailout is a part of stimulus. Now it depends on how much of stimulus you have to give. The Indian government right now, it can do away with giving a little bit of stimulus. Hmm. So uh, the people in the industry expect that it is less. But the US government, they cannot afford to give a little bit of stimulus. They have to give these big bailout packages for the industry to survive. Yeah. And it is all cyclical. I mean when they in- inject a lot of money in AIG, then the counterparties of AIG are some American banks and European banks.
0: So, Counterparty bulleto.
1: Which AIG is transacting if AIG uh-huh. defaults, then these banks go down because they have to write off big losses. Right. So when AIG gets money from US then this money will also go in its counterparties, which are European banks or American, big American banks.
0: Talking about AIG, I think it very recently got itself another bailout of $85 billion. And talking about those <laughs> banks, there is one bank in uh, Canada. Canada is actually the fourth largest bank, Bank of Montreal. Hmm. Uh, what it had done is, very innocently, it had given money to AIG, entrusting it to make correct investments. But finally, AIG made those, whatever it did during those bad times, AIG right. went down. It took down many such small banks like Bank of Montreal. And now with the $85 billion that AIG is now getting, most of it, like you said, will be given to these banks which lost tons of money because it's going to bring down economies. If, if Canada's That's fourth right. largest bank goes down, it, there's a problem. That's
1: right. in fact aig it made a record quarterly loss of 61.7 billion dollars in the fourth quarter of 2008 hmm. so and in fact you were talking about uh, government giving 85 uh, billion dollars to uh, aig right? right that was in september in November, the package was revised to $153 billion, and now in March, after this news of its record quarterly loss has come in, it has been revised to $170 billion. So, the U.S. government has pumped in some $170 billion in AIG.
0: And all of it is the taxpayer's money, and we uh, would be surprised that some of it is being spent very indiscreetly. You know, this bank, we spoke about Royal Bank of Scotland last time, and on, on right. how... The CEO was taking in huge pension. There is one more, Lloyds. There is a company called Lloyds. Uh, Even they are giving bonuses of about 20 billion pounds from this package money.
1: Yeah, Uh, AIG still has gone ahead and said that they will be paying a huge uh, retention pay bonuses to their employees. Retention pay is basically uh, to... uh, retain the employees whatever bonus they have to give so that they don't lose the talent. But the people who have made AIG make such huge losses, I mean, what is the use of retaining such talent? Who needs
0: it? You know, back in August 2008, when all these investment bankers made those, these are considered to be very Ivy League and super intelligent people, right? right. The ones And very high pressure job fund managers. So one credit rating agency... Uh, when it had to give out its uh, feedback on the market economy, you know what it said? It Mm -hmm. said that currently the the common man, that is the market participants, do not know whether to buy on the rumor and sell on the news, do the opposite, do both, or do neither depending upon which way the wind is blowing. So, if all that rigorous analysis that all these uh, investment bankers do, if it all comes down to this, then obviously... The American economy, the European Union, the the English and the England Central Bank, all of this have to pay up for the mistakes that were committed by the banks from their own countries. Not yeah, surprising. but
1: what I mean, it really appalls me is that how can these people they demand such bonuses <laughs> after making such huge losses? I mean, conscious? Naam koi feel hai ki nahi. Look,
0: you are a socialist, Prithika. You people like you will understand not the capitalism. No, but
1: I feel the you know the main reason for this everything coming down more than capitalism is greed. I mean, oh, what big greed! I that's what I always think that if if a poor person does a crime, it is understandable because he is doing it for money. He does not have anything to eat or whatever. Right. But people who earn such big big bonuses and they are so well to do when they do a crime, then it. It, it is really out of my head that why why do they do such crimes? It's only
0: greed. No, but you know what these people are saying? These fund managers who made those bad investments and yet are getting good money. They're saying, at least we did not commit any fraud. At least I'm not a Bernie Madoff who swindled billions of dollars of fortune for 50 years. So come on, I'm poor compared to the fund manager next door. So please give me that incentive. So, it's, you know, you're talking about lives of these... Very rich people, you can't mess with right,
1: them. Right, In fact, AIG a CEO, who is a government-appointed CEO, because now government has 80% in AIG, uh, is saying that these are contracts that AIG has signed with these employees, and if it does not honor these contracts, then they'll be sued. <laughs> but 80% is with the government. Everything the government is giving out, the bailout packages and all, can't they afford to win a court case?
0: Mm, that's a good one. You should try asking this question to Rick Wagner of General Motors where what that he's been trying to do because some CEOs signed a deal back 50 years ago that the pension that will be given to all employees when they retire will be XYZ and because of that the whole GM is coming down. He can't do anything so ah. that's the case. Yeah, but greed, bankruptcies and all that, there is one, one line that the economist had carried that capitalism without bankruptcy is like Christianity without hell. So all of this is just part of the game and now at least uh, the world has realized that things went wrong and trying to fix it and everyone's looking at Ben Bernanke right now, the guy in charge of it all. Okay, what else do we have apart from the bailouts that we keep talking about? But this time it has been relatively better than the last time around, I think. Most of the news, it's 70-30, good news this time.
1: <laughs> yeah, and hopefully in the times to come it will be 100-0. Oh,
0: yes. Please comment on com. It's important to know what you guys think about what's happening around, if you're in Canada, US, UK, and India, of course. It hasn't hit India as bad as it has out there, but it's creeping in, and the government of India and the RBI together are hoping to stop everything that happened in the US, that it doesn't happen in here. And hats off to them, because our regulatory system is far, far, far stronger than in the West, and it is one good thing that we don't want to imitate from the West that Indians are guilty of all the time.
1: Yeah, and that's one thing we finally have to thank left for.
0: <laughs> okay, Indica <laughs> is back again.
1: All right, that's
0: about it from this episode of uh, Bizi Nation Dhandota the Indicast.com, that's the website. Go log on, comment. Bye-bye.
1: Bye-bye.